Well, the Overtime Hockey Podcast is becoming almost a daily addition here as we're going to bring on Ken Pauly right now. Of course, he the head coach of the Benilde St. Margaret's Red Knights and uh, your main, I guess, star of Pauly's podcast, which is uh, one of the – actually, did you know uh, that your podcast is the best-performing podcast in my family of podcasts? Were, were you aware of that? Well, well, you know, we don't want any of the – other members of the family getting jealous, so don't say that. Well, I, I, I you know, you're a ratings <laughs> machine, and we're just going to leave it at that. So, uh, you know, I, I do know this, is that our last one went really well uh, with a lot of people uh, listening to it, talking about it. And I know there was a plenty of chatter out at the Elite League in New Hope this past weekend, and, you know, there's a lot of, lot of questions about the uh, bridge season with Minnesota hockey, the 19 U's, A and B. <laughs> There have been meetings. There have been discussions. Can coaches coach with players, or are they still going to be frozen out till the time to report? Uh, by the way, before we get into the specifics, I think one of the, the better things that have come out of this is when you look at the date of November 23rd, that's just days from when you could have done it anyway. So that's a bit of a win. The only disappointment, Ken, is the 18 versus the 25 games. Yeah, I, I, uh, no question. Um, and... And and you know, in in some ways, it's um, it was kind of the worst of both worlds. In that, you know, it's like okay, we we're starting two weeks late, but it's like okay, then why? <laughs> why two weeks? And I know because they pushed, you know, football back and and some of those other things. But I think uh, you know the the people in hockey certainly understand that a mid-November start, which we traditionally are at, anyways. Um, it's pretty dang late for hockey to begin with. Uh, most hockey leagues throughout the country are are going a, a, a month, month and a half strong by then. Well, so they're trying pretty, out late so, August. I mean, if yeah, you get into the yeah, AAA so, midget so, and they're playing in September, you know. Yeah, and so so to cut so to cut into that is a lot deadlier than people think. And uh, as you said earlier, Wags, just you know, knocking off thirty percent games and then with no you know guarantee of a state tournament. Um, the thing is, is we I just think we have to be, and that's probably a lot of people are interested in what we're talking about right now because um, because there's news happening and people are wondering, okay, what do we what do we need to do? And I think hockey people in general are used to do um, uh, making do with what they have. They, they carry the water. They've been carried the water for years, and so uh, they're just not going to sit back. And uh, if there's something to do, they'll do it. And I think we have to be proactive. So where is it at now? Obviously, there was a, so yeah. we had the meetings where you guys cannot be at the players until you report on the twenty third of November. So that much we know. Um, and then we also know um, that there, there have been some uh, meetings with with section representatives. After your meeting over this past weekend, the idea was to send that out to the sections on a a, a, gr- a ground level talk to the various teams there are some that are very engaged and some you know i mean you can take some teams that say hey you know what we got a lot of elite league players a lot of uh, uh, uh tier one players all kinds of things going on out there that you know we're covered and and you know what that's their prerogative uh, so i'm sure you're hearing some of that what are some of the feedbacks that you've heard from the teams in, in regard to what they want to do with this bridge season and with their numbers and how that's going to be approached well, there's 150 plus different high school teams, and they're all in a different place. And you just uh, said a few scenarios there, and, and uh, everyone's going to have a different reaction. You know, some see this critical, some don't think it's that big a deal, some don't think it's workable, um, and that that all of that is perfectly fine. That it's up to everyone 
uh, basically Minnesota hockey is offering uh, literally a bridge, um, literally a bridge to those who would like to use it. And uh, to those parent communities, because really it gets right down to it, it's going to be the parents that uh, are going to have to organize this thing and, and, uh, and get the coaches. Because you're right, as of now, coaches cannot work with their uh, players. And so it's just like a uh, how I like to kind of see it right now, uh, Pete, is it's, it's basically it's a Minnesota hockey-sponsored captain's practice season. That's basically what it is. Well, it's perfectly and legal the, if you look at it in those terms, too. Of course it is. Of course, of course it is, because of the parents. And uh, you know, you know the, the parents are running it, and, and you find other coaches, and and we're still working to see if we can't get can't get a waiver. But you're just going to have to assume that you're not going to have it. We've said that right from the beginning, and like you said, we're as right now as uh, surveys were sent out to uh, to you know to hockey communities, high school hockey communities, in terms of who would have an interest. And right now, I think the number is around 40 programs that uh, are really want to do this. And I think if you if you went from the maybes, it'd probably be closer to 60 because I think some people, again, everyone's going to have questions about this. How does it work? What can we do? What can't we do? Uh, et cetera, et cetera. So where we're at right now is we know we're going to have enough um, enough communities out there that want to step in and, uh, and and bridge the season for their um, you know, for, you know for, for their kids and for their players. And, um, and, and basically now we'll, we'll be starting that, you know, registration process and, and uh, they'll be, you know, given, uh, uh, you, know, so, you know, someone to talk to from Minnesota Hockey to, you know, to get registered. And then people will start figuring out their practice schedules and their, their game schedules. But until you know all the team's wags, um, you, you can't. I think that's the question right now is, okay, do you, do you go, you know, four groups of, you know, eight or um, I know that's, less than 40 uh, but yeah <laughs> but let's say this do we go four groups of eight um does do we just say you know listen here's 40 teams and and parents can you know call other parents and say hey you know what we want to play and and put in and they can put their own schedules together and, and listen you don't have to use the whole four weeks if you don't want to right i mean they, they can just like say hey we're gonna use three weeks but minnesota hockey's uh providing a four-week bridge and I, in my view and we talked about four i I think it's um, I think it's not a lot more critical and crucial than people think, um, for a number of reasons um, that we've already talked about, and uh, and so that's just that that's that's each I, I like to call each hockey community's um, decision, and you know and and I mentioned before and I want to say it again, Wags, is that we all have a parent story. We know parents can get crazy when they come to their kids and they love them, they see them, and, and that's all they see and. And we all have the parent story, and and and, <laughs> but again, I, it's been my experience in 30 years. The vast majority of parents are pretty dang good people, and uh, and I think sometimes again we, um, you know, your parents take too much of it on the chin, and uh, parents parents are partners. Parents are partners in this. They're not the enemies, and uh, they're the ones who will save us at this point. Well, you know, and you know, I've always had the adage. I don't know if I said this on the last podcast, but you've got the playing customer. And a paying customer. You guys really have customers. I mean, that's just how it goes. Because, you know, they're paying money to play this game. And they expect a product and a result in exchange, which is absolutely fair. And if the playing customer isn't happy, the paying customer isn't going to be happy. And then you've got a problem. So how do we take this from concept to execution? Because right now it still feels very like... The questions I'm hearing is, where do you register? How do you register? How much is it? 
those types of things. Mm-hmm. What's the schedule? I mean, a lot has to happen here very quickly. And, and according to our discussions, there's in the neighborhood of 40 teams in the state of Minnesota that are interested in extending this bridge season further, which is awesome. So how do we go from that to concept, from, from, from uh, concept to execution? Yeah, I think it's, it's, it's a matter of, you know, now, like I said, I don't know uh, the name of the individual, but I know in talking to um, to Mike McMillan about it and, and Glenn Andreessen, uh, there's a Minnesota Hockey Registrar, who and, and people will be given those, you know, that contact, uh, that contact information. Um, and I think if they have, you know, they have questions, I think they're certainly, um, you know, they certainly should reach out uh, to the, you know, to, you know, to, you know, to the coaches association, you know, for some, you know, you know, for some guidance there. But I think it's, uh, I think the thing that I think you're missing is that we did um, a, an outline of all of this was sent out um, to each community. And so, um, but you're, but you're hitting the big stuff way. It's like, okay, we know how we need to kind of get the ice. We know what the coaches can and can't do. Okay. Now. Um, and, and I know right now, like even within our own community, our parents are, um, they're mean to discuss kind of what this will, you know, what, what this will look like with the people who run our, uh, that run, run the captain's practices and they'll come up, uh, they'll come up with a plan and then, uh, they'll be given a number in terms of, you know, basically how they register this team. And you're right. I think the big question is, okay, you know, who's going to play, you know, how those games be laid out. So we have to, we're going to have to bring it from, as you say, from a concept to reality but you couldn't really get to the idea of games and all that stuff until you knew, um, you know, who was in and who was out. And I think, uh, and I think again, we're just providing people with a form. So, okay, this is this is a possibility. This is a tool, you know, for your program and and, and parents right now, um, you know, and, and coaches can make that information available to parents just like we make information available for HP programs or elite league programs. Uh, we make that information available and. Uh, Whatever the parents want to do with it, they certainly can do it. And uh, I, I actually think it's, um, I think it'd be kind of, a, I think it'd be a cool thing. I think it'd be a fun thing. I know in talking to, you know, our kids, our kids are going to be, uh, they, they like the opportunity uh, that they're going to play um, games with refs. You know that that count. They're ready. They're they're ready to go. So I think kids are excited about it. But but you're right, Wags. There's a few things here that need to be ironed out because it's the first time it's ever been done. Um, but you know, it's not the first time people have been running captain's practice all over the place. So like I said before, this is Minnesota hockey sanctioned captain's practice. So you're, you're going to be able to do more. You'll have more ice, especially those two weeks in November and you'll be able to play, and you'll be able to play games and, uh, people will get that information, um, you know, that they need. I wish I had a number or a name right now. Is this, uh, that we could give is, people. is this still, I don't. is this still slated to start on October 26th? Yes, yes, it, it will, and I, and I actually see that week more as kind of an organizational week for for, for people. I, I, that's what, that's how I would imagine. Okay, here's that last week because there's some crossover there because you'll still have some kids in. It's not just the elitely that's going on. You know, there's tier one and tier two other things that kids are doing, and and some kids are skating with private entities, whether it's the Minnesota Blades or whatever. And most of those programs end in that last week, so I think that last week will look a lot like. October will look a lot like it always has, uh, but I think captain's practice will take on a different meaning. Where it's okay, well, how are we going to um, kind of organize the boys into kind of A and B pools and 
and uh, just give them give them an opportunity. And that's what they're going to well, get. They're going to get more you, of an opportunity to play. You know as well as the uh, next person is uh, one of your main architects of the MNHockeyHub.com is going to be willing to put together some form of communication piece in the form of a website. You know, perhaps I can take the mnhockey.tv and I'll create a page for this with team pages where we can actually uh, have communications where people can see what's happening. And then we'll also be able to exactly. uh, stream out some of these games. So that's a little bit of an on-air production meeting. And I dropped the proverbial bomb on you and you handled it quite well. So that's what we need to do. Yeah, I, I think so, because it has to be, it has to be meaningful. We know we're not looking at, um, you know, not every team is going to participate. Not every, you know, it's always, it's, it's always, always optional, but um, it will, I, I would say that this will be, um, I, I think players will be pleased that this is, this, this will look like games. And, you know, you and I have sat in enough, <laughs> enough summer tournaments where, Boy, some of that kind of takes out a level of intensity that, you know, maybe I downplay it too much because some people get pretty jacked for that. So I could see this being up um, a notch, you know, a, a, notch, a notch from that. So uh, again, it's it's we're, we're, are we like Indiana Jones? Are we making it up as we go along? A little bit right now, but uh, but there's a path, and we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna figure it out. And uh, and I, I would say two legs, like no one knows what's going to happen here. Um, and, you know, let's just say, for instance, you know, the high school league shuts down our season for whatever reason. And let's say that happens in January. Now what are you going to do? What are you going to do now? Well, now you've got structure and, and, and you can keep going. And guess what? It's like if, in fact, that happens, and, and God willing, it doesn't. But what if it does? And Minnesota hockey is still playing, but the Minnesota State High School League is not. Well, uh, we we have a there's 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 something in place here that people can pivot to. Um, it's the same thing with state tournament. God knows, no one wants that to happen. But we said before, it's like it's extraordinary times. It calls for leadership, and you know what? As as coaches and hockey people, um, our, our moments now, right? Everyone has a moment. It's like we have a moment now. We have all this stuff happening, and the moment is now, and. You can either step up and do something about it, or let things happen to you. And uh, and 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 damn it, I just think I think I think it's time to step up. Well, it's the old cliche: you can be uh, proactive or not, or, or reactive. And uh, I'd much rather be proactive in, in these types of situations. And um, I think you bring up a very good point, though, about what if what if something does come down the road and the, and in the, the plug is pulled. But you know, and this is a bigger topic too. And you brought up the state tournament, and I'm asked this constantly daily uh, what's going to happen to the state tournament is there going to be a state tournament what's going to happen to the state tournament what are we going to do what, what are we going to do you know what I, I i think right now waiting for a december uh decision that's fair that's that's part of the process there but you guys yeah. you guys better damn well have a solution in place because the most critical in my opinion state tournament in the country has to happen whether there's fans or not is a whole other topic, but that yeah, tournament I, has to happen, and it has to it be will. televised. It, 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 it will. I, I'll tell you what. I am a, I'm, I'm a betting man. That's and that's where, that's where I'm putting my money. I think there's too many people who care about it, and I, I mean, I've, I've said it once, I've said it twice, I'll say it again. As long as the arenas are open, 
there's no reason that there cannot be a state tournament, and there will be, and there will be, and we will we will figure this out. And so it's just a matter of, you know, it's it's not taking no for an answer. All right, we're gonna we will figure this out. And uh, so as long as the rinks are open, and and here's the thing. Well, you've got the structure in place too, Ken. Sorry if I could jump in yeah. here. It's not like yeah, it's not like you do. don't know when your game times could be. You do Wednesday through Saturday. You could take an arena like Braemar Arena or whatever you choose, the Mecca. Uh, let's go to the Hippodrome in Eveleth. Who cares? You can go anywhere you want. Grand Rapids. Grand For Rapids. sure, IRA beautiful, Civic Center. How phenomenal. So, uh, uh, how, about, how, about, how about this? How about, how about let's, let's go old school and let's go to Hibbing. I'd eat that up. Because that's what, one, one of the greatest rinks ever, you know, and, and, and play, play it there. Wouldn't it be we great could, if you could, could get fans in there and you, and, and you do it there you know, and a place it, would, it, we, that we, town we, would come to life and it would just be awesome? That'd be incredible. Well, and the, yeah, you know, and I, I think, I think there's a lot of opportunities here, and I think the other piece, and, and no one wants to think about worst case scenarios, but what if like the whole state gets shut down? I'll tell you what, the other thing about like losing two weeks in November. Hey, people, we, you better play while you can. You better play while you can. <laughs> you know, because who knows, right? We, we, I mean, who knows. So I think there's a lot well, of opportunities You, you know, there, there's a ton of guys like Grant Bessie who uh, was playing in Europe and lighting it up like a Christmas tree. He's not there yet, and he'd love no, to be. Not. And he's got a place to play, but he can't get there because, well, we got to wait till they lift all of that. And so what if they never mm-hmm. do? He might miss a season, just like high school. You could be a senior in, in high school and miss an entire season. And I have to say this, and I've said this before. I think the kids that went through the spring season and didn't get to play their final year as seniors of sport or even their junior year, sophomore, whatever, I thought they handled that, at least from what I could tell, with so much grace. And, uh, you know, I would have been absolutely livid if, if, if my last year of baseball was shut down. They, and then, they, and then they, American they Legion have, pulls the pin. I would have lost it. You know, and they, they, they have, but, but let's not lose the fact that they're still in pain. Over that, because they, there's something, and I, I think you're right, Wags. They've handled it well, but but let's not see it happen again. Because you take some things away that you can't get back. You take some things away here you can't get back, and um, and and I, that's my problem. It's like okay, you know, it's like you got to draw the line somewhere. Oh, we're gonna take this week. We're gonna take that week. We're gonna take thirty percent games. We're gonna take this. We're gonna take that. It's like take, take, take. And it's not. It's not even a matter. Like I said before. It's not saying, oh, this is, you know, it, listen, it's not the, you know, the evil high school is doing this. Like, well, they're making decisions. They've got their, they've got their reasoning. My, my point would be, why can't we play? Because we've been playing. And I, I do think this is being responsive. Once again, that um, these high schools, the high school league, I'll say it again. Uh, it, they, they, these kids belong to the parents. And as long as the parents are okay with it, and as long as we're taking, uh, basically taking the precautions, we've already shown with the data that we're not having major outbreaks here. If we were having major outbreaks and there's a big health concern, I'd be the first one to say, no, can't do it. But we, we've been down that road. Everyone knows it. So I just think, wow. I think it's time to, you know, listen, we, we have an opportunity. And I will say, and I will, um, I'm not sucking up, but I do think, I think Mike McMillan's done a hell of a job with this. You know, Mac, you know, we, we've had, uh, we had a relationship. I heard him on your podcast, and we've had a relationship for years. 
with Minnesota Hockey. We sit on their board. They sit on ours. And, um, and again, we built these relationships. They're there. And uh, we all need to work together. And um, I just think I'm, I'm just really thankful that Minnesota Hockey is going to give these kids a chance to, you know, to get, to get a jump start, to get a jump start and, and uh, hopefully feel like they haven't lost a whole lot. And let's, uh, let's hope and pray and continue to work um, to see this season happen and bring it to its completion. You know, <laughs> back, back in the day. So when we I... don't have another. So just one thing. So we don't have one more kid who has to accept their season being canceled and their state can be canceled with grace. Going right back to what I was saying. Exactly. Uh, nice work. Way to bring that full circle. Going back to my day of uh, Brown Institute for Broadcasting when I had the great Mike Fitz, Fitzpatrick known as Fitz or Dennis Stolhansky, Kevin Connor, Roy Finden, you name it. They always said, you know, whenever you get on the air and you put something together, be newsworthy, make news. And uh, you made news here tonight. And the, the news what? the news that you made, uh, you've made a couple news, uh, bringing attorney to uh, Hibbing. Uh, another big piece of news that you brought forward is, and I think this is an important thing that, that's missed, um, the, the, the concept of personal choice has been completely stripped over the past few months. And, and we, right. we know that. And I think what you're saying is, is at some point we've got to give that back to people. And you're saying mothers and fathers will know best for the safety of their kids beyond any governmental agency. I get the science. I get all of that. Okay, I understand. But you'd still, at least in the, the America I know, have the ability for free choice. And if you feel like it's not safe for your kids, then don't play. Don't go to school. Don't go to the restaurant. Don't go to the grocery store. You don't have to. And so it's okay. And I think it's very important for for what you said that it should be, doesn't mean it is, in the hands of individual families to be able to make that decision and to also give kids an opportunity. For me, the big thing of what I'm trying to get to here, and, and I know we don't know the answer is what, when, how, where, and you know how do we go? Where do we get signed up? If I'm a parent, that's the questions I'm getting all the time. Is my team doing this? If so, who's leading it? What's the schedule, and how do I get signed up? How much is it? Those things, yep. in your opinion, can be answered when? I think I think those can be answered basically by parents having a meeting whether or not they want to do this because they have to figure, okay, we're getting our ice time. We know there's two weeks of ice sitting there in November that we can use. How, we've already have captain's practice. Almost every state, every state, every high school state has some sort of captain's practice going on. And there's some misnomer out there saying you can't have captain's practice. That just isn't true. <laughs> that's not true. You can have captain's practice, but that's just not true. You can. And and so I think it's for uh, folks to sit down and say, hey, you know, I know like even our BSM parents are looking, okay, we have captain's practice ice. How would we use that? We know we have the, the, a lot of ice in two weeks in November. We can, we can jump into that. And you just get out the calculator and figure, okay, here's our ice time. Here's what our official cost would be. Here's what probably would cost per kid. And, um, and, and there's a couple and you, you asked a good question, Wiggs, and I wish I, I'm not making news because I don't have the answer of who they'd have to contact right now. Um, but that, that answer will be forthcoming very, very shortly. It has to. And I know that uh, people are playing, but we had to find out first, the section reps have done a good job collecting the information. We had to find out first who in fact was interested you know, and, and so we, we were finding that out. And now, um, again, um, you know, Max an organizer, and, and Max going to uh, – we're all, we're all working on this. And I think within um, 
community organizer. I think within a couple. Yeah, <laughs> well, Sorry. within a couple of days, a couple of days we'll have it. You know, we'll have it figured out. But I, but, but you're right. You know, listen, and and that's we're not talking. Hey, uh, we'll follow Minnesota hockey follows the protocols. Uh, the kids are in. They're out. They're wearing masks. The coach wearing masks. Listen, I wash my hands. I'll stay six feet. I'll wear the mask, but I'm going to tell you, and this is political is good. I'm not living on my knees, okay? I'm done living on my knees. Let's get off our knees and let's start living. That's what I'd say. Okay, so if I'm a parent, I don't, I'd completely agree. If I'm a parent and I, I, I want to know what's happening, is this being driven by coaches as far as – so are, are, are you actively pursuing schedules for your team with your parents? Is that within the rules of what you can or can't do? Is, 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 that, a, is that a Jerry Pettinger AD thing, or is that something where you just say, hey, uh, captain's practice coach, uh, go figure it out with the parents. I've got these teams you can talk. I mean, how engaged are the coaches at, in this at, process, at, yeah, and where at, do the parents at, go with yeah, that? All we can do as coach right now is make the information available. It's being given to us from Minnesota Hockey. We're, get, we're getting more as the, each each hour, you know, passes here. We had to find because you know, listen, if we got the survey back and there's five teams that were interested in doing it, then we're not going to do it, right? I mean, so yeah. so now we know there's enough, and we know that the, the the folks have spoken. Coaches can hand it out, but coaches can't, you know, right now. And hopefully, we're still working on this and. You know, and again, I don't give it a, a a good chance. You know, but we're still working on seeing if coaches can't be involved. But at this point, coaches cannot. So I can't be calling up scheduling games with Maple Grove or whatever. My, but I'll tell you what, um, all of our all of our parents have been sitting next to each other in the elite league games and the rest of that for two months. They know each other. They they can talk and figure it out. And and how many of these people? And ways you had a kid go through youth hockey? How many of these folks were managers for Bam Double A teams, P Double A teams? They've organized teams before. They can organize this. There's a lot of superstars out there. So you you need someone on the outside, though, to kind of become a commissioner of this and make it happen. Well, From that, what I'm hearing, well, you, need, you need a champion to do that, I think. Yeah, who runs your, who runs your captain's practice? No, that, that's, that's no, the But I'm, you, I, mean, I mean overarching. So, so exactly. I mean, you know, you, but you, you, you need a commissioner. You need someone to step up and say, okay, here's the 40 teams. I'm going to get this all together, and I'm going to make it happen. And, and then you guys build your schedules out. Do whatever you have to do. Great. That's awesome. But you still need someone that can direct things to make sure you can put it over the finish line. That's from what, what, yeah, I, yeah, that's what that, I'm that, saying. Yeah, that, that's right. And those things, those things are being put in place you know, probably as, we, as, as we speak. They're being put into place, but you got to keep in mind too. It's like each community is going to do what's best for them, and some are going to use two weeks, some are going to use three weeks, some are going to use all four weeks. It's completely up to them. But that bridge is there. How how much of that bridge you want to use? That's up to you. Another question I have for you is: What do you do with the uh, the feedback that I've heard uh, from from some teams of? Well, we've got so many guys that are playing uh, Tier 1, Elite League, so forth and so on. We, we'd be fielding a JV team. And to that, I say, great. I mean, isn't that yeah, – aren't they players too? Or, or how does that work? Yeah. Well, you know, and there's very few teams. And, and we're probably one of them. I think Prior Lake and BSM and maybe, I don't know, maybe St. Thomas. But I, I forget. or I don't know. We have some of the most kids in the Elite League. You know, so that's – but that's – that's not the majority of teams. It's usually looking at two or three guys, and so that's fine. The fact is that elite league kid probably shouldn't uh, won't play that last week. 
and probably should take another week off because he's been on the ice a lot. And so what does that mean? It, it means that other kids are getting an opportunity, and that's what this that's what this is about. I think we hit on that the last pod. We're talking we're talking about 95 percent of the other kids, you know. And um, and again, I'm not saying all elite league kids are going to college. Most of the elite league kids are going to have opportunities to play junior hockey or whatever. And and most kids, this is all they got. Mm-hmm. You know, this is all they got. So here's how it's so, going to work. Uh, yeah, I, uh-huh. I am definitely going to be looking for sponsors uh, to uh, do these games. And because uh, they they don't do themselves, right? I mean, you don't nope. have this kind of talent, and you're free. So that was a joke. Um, so <laughs> thank you, uh, late, thank you. I know for sure. <laughs> no, but 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 or 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 we may put it on pay per view and get as many, if not all, of the games done because there are a lot of scouts out there that want to take a look at some of these players. There are family members that don't want to come out and take a risk. There are older family members that shouldn't do that. So um, I do think that that component's going to be a big part of it too. So so just to put that information out there, I'm fully planning on finding a way to do it. I just may have to do this part of the season on pay-per-view. We're used to the free view during the season for most of the time, but it's also fact is this gear is not free, and the people that run it aren't free, and if they're automated, those aren't free either. So just throwing that out there. Okay. Well, I, well, I understand. Well, that's – listen, uh, the – the, the filming of games is your issue, not mine, dude. Uh, I'm putting that out there for the masses. I'm putting that out there for the masses because I, I, I do, I, I do no, think I, the I point is, is they should play. But I do think a lot of what's really important for high school hockey is exposure. And I think one of the things and, that we've worked so hard on is uh, statistical exposure, visual exposure, opportunities, all sorts of things from the Elite League to the uh, winter tournaments that you have. All of those things are super important, I okay. think, for the whole part of the exposure. Okay, That's what okay, exposure is great, but but you know what? How about and 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 what you do? How, how about just making it fun? Oh, how I mean, is there any fun? other way? I so mean, that's the only I mean, way. Let's, let's, I mean, my God, let's let's listen. We've we, we've had enough doom and gloom. Let's go have some fun for crying out loud. Let's go have some fun, um, and, and we can do that. And I think you know, keep in mind that our official high school season is going to start on the 23rd, but that's Thanksgiving week. So right away, you're going to take two days out. of it. So that's basically in a Sunday out, you basically have four days. So, you know, these, these kids are going to need to be, uh, you know, these captain's practices, quote unquote, need to be souped up so they you can hit the, the ground, ground running. running. Yeah. In stereo. The ground running, baby. Yeah. yeah. You know, and I yeah. want to give you one last observation here. Um, I've been doing um, Edina girls swim and dive uh this fall we've been streaming them uh because it's a school property there's there's not any fans are not allowed in the building at all so it's just the swimmers from both teams and i have to tell you they are (laughs) having an absolute blast they're comp they're competing like they've never competed before and they're super relaxed they're having fun and and i think if i'm a parent and i know that they maybe can't see that Maybe it's not translated on, on the stream because we're focused on the pool, but I can say the observations that I've had in that facility, it's been really refreshing and, and so cool to see how they are all interacting as teams and how much fun the whole group is having because they're doing what they love to do and they're competing. It's not about what's in the stands. It's about what's on the surface, and they're doing a great job, and that, that's something that I've never forgotten, and I thought that was awesome. Well, when it comes to talking swimming and diving, uh, you better stay in the shallow end, buddy. 
Well, I'm sorry. I'm very buoyant. That's a bad, very bad, buoyant. It's a bad joke. It's a bad Thanks, buddy. joke. But... Thanks, buddy. But I, you know what? I'm way more versatile than you think. I mean, like, 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 people think I'm hockey, 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 and I'm not. By the way, I have seen so many hockey games since July 1st. I don't know if I can see another one, and we haven't even started the season yet. I can't, I can't even tell you how many games I've seen from streaming. It's incredible. The so point is, hey, tons know, of hey, opportunity yeah, you, out there. And the, the sad yeah, part is, there's, is there's so many kids playing. This really is kind of sad. I mean, in, in a way, yeah, just you know, to be fair. You know, Wiggs, one thing that occurred to me, I know we're going to wrap this thing up here, but um, Off the rails. I mean, with the COVID stuff, you know, well, that's kind of what we do. But the, with the whole COVID stuff, listen, we're all, you know, like we know it's out there. But we're all like two or three kids getting from those kids getting shut down and a pot of five or six kids <clears throat> getting getting shut down. So I would say this about if the elite league kids aren't playing, you you, you better develop some depth because you may need those kids. <laughs> I was thinking about that too. And, and the the really interesting part about this is, is there have been some wicked flus that have run through your locker rooms from the H1N1, the swine stuff, and all of that when young kids were dying from that more than adults and we never we never said oh we we've got two cases we can't play so so this is really unprecedented waters with this right now and um it, everything's always a little bit on edge where you feel like it could go at any time and the the pin's going to be pulled and so i think your point earlier is super important and well placed and taken that take what you can now because you don't know what's going to be here tomorrow. Life, life, life is life is risk, and you don't. You, again, you don't basically. You, no one's being foolish. No one's being foolhardy here. And we we've talked enough about that. I think we've covered that ground. But you know, I think. But again, ways we just. I know there's still. But I would say, folks who do have questions about this should, you know, contact the coach association. Or yeah. That. I don't care. They can shoot me. You know, if someone's running the program uh, for their, uh, if they want to shoot me an email, I'm I'm happy to, uh, happy to you know to direct them because I'm hey, listen. I'm I'm like them right now too. I mean, I'm I, I'm that's the, the biggest thing to me is okay. What are the games going to look like? How are we going to schedule those? But all that's going to get figured out. It will get figured out, and right. it's going to get figured out very shortly. And final question. I, I've had about thousand final questions here tonight. Seventeen or twenty minute periods. What's your What's your take there? I think he plays as, as long as the Minnesota hockey allows. I think he should play 20. 20. <laughs> I do 20 all day long. I mean, why not? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Good. I mean, it, it, that, that's only going to depend on the, on the ice time you can get and, and what you can oh, do. Oh, you can and, pull that and, off. Uh, it's and, six and minutes. The officials, so. It takes about 10 minutes to play six. So 10 mm -hmm. more minutes. Fine. Make yeah. it happen. This, yeah. All right, buddy. No, this is this is a negative thing. This is a positive thing. This is a positive uh, development. So we're all figured out. Wags, I appreciate your help and uh, blasting out the communication on it. And uh, you have yourself a good night, okay? You too. I'm sure we'll be back about Sunday night for an update as we hit Monday. Could be probably a big day for maybe potential next steps. I, I've kind of got that feeling. Is that a fair statement? Yeah, I think there's just a lot of organizational things that happen to happen next, uh, you know, 36 to 72 hours. I know okay. I keep saying that, but I, we'll, I'll call you we'll Sunday get some night. More, more answers. Okay. Well, I'll, and then we can bore everybody. We can bore everybody to death. Okay, buddy, you take care, <laughs> <laughs> and that'll do it for today's program. So long, everybody.